Welcome to the Queer Voices Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Larissa Russell. Join us today and each week as we talk to people from the LGBT plus community to share their stories, the good, the bad, and the inspirational. Sharing stories, making connections, saving lives. Welcome. I'm Larissa Russell of Queer Voices, and today I have with me Kim. Kim is a mom to a teenager who identifies as transgender. Her beautiful daughter came out to her two and a half years ago, and she was immediately catapulted into the world of what it means to identify as transgender. She is passionate about sharing her story with others who touch the lives of transgender individuals. So welcome, Kim. Thank you, Larissa. It's great to be here. I'm excited to have you here. I think it's really important that um, parents, supportive parents, talk more about what it means to have a transgender child, right, that's going through this. So can you tell us a little bit about your daughter, Ashley, and sort of how things all unraveled? (laughs) Yes, because I love telling this story. So what I'll say is Ashley, you know, grew up a super happy child. I just remember her smiling all the time and, um, you know, pleasure to be around of course. And, and I, we knew she was just a little, I guess a little different. I mean, aren't we all a little different, but (laughs) you know, she wasn't just this, the stereotyped, um, idea of, of what we have of someone, um, that, um, with the, with the gender that we identified her as when she was growing up. So always had me kind of question. I had little thoughts, you know, okay, what's going to be a little bit different about her. She was, um, again, against, uh, these stereotypes, but just a very, um, kind, very sweet, a very, um, gentle, um, child growing up. And I just, um, you know, it was just, just really enjoyed, and learning more and more about her. And in uh, 2018, we had just gone through a physical move. So we, we moved towns about a half an hour away and she was struggling in, um, in the new school. And I knew that. And so I, I suggested that she get together with a school counselor to talk about it. And I will always remember the dates because that was October 23rd. 2018 and she met with her counselor and she came home and I asked about it. She said it was really good. And that's about all we spoke about it. And so I will say that this, this part of the story has to do with who she is, but the next day was my birthday. And so, you know, I had my birthday, that was that. And so the following day, she, she came into my husband and I, and said that she had something to tell us and she brought about I think 10 of her stuffed animals with her. <laughs> and, um, you know, she, she came out to us. She told us that she identified as a female and, you know, she had not been identified that at birth. And so, um, you know, that was just the start of, of her journey in, in this new and real portion, um, version of who she really identifies herself to be. So yeah, that was two and a half years ago. And, been a bit of a whirlwind since, I'll, you know, um, but so, so am amazed by and impressed by her for, for speaking her, unknowing her truth and then speaking her truth to us at that point in time. I think that's super important. And, and then you've had two and a half years now to, I don't want to say get used to the idea, but things change, right? What, what mm-hmm. you have and, you know, things change. So how was it when, when she first came to you, 
I'm sure it wasn't like, oh, okay, great. You know, there had to be some <laughs> angst that went with that. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, that's so funny. Like, okay, well, let's just change the name on the, on the, I don't know, student ID. Um, well, I, I honestly, Larissa will say it is a blessing from God. You know, I'm a, just a person of faith and I, um, in, in my personal life, I, I coach people for a living. And so I have a background of psychology and, um, and I support people and I support people to be their best. And I support people to accept others to be who they are. So I, I think the reason I bring that up is that it's all to me, a God thing that had me personally prepare to be Ashley's mom. Like I'm no doubt about it at, at all. All of what I've been prepared for in my life was to be, you know, this, this child's mom, both, both of my children's moms, but in this case, um, Ashley's mom, because I just was predisposed to be someone that, that accepted it right away. I honestly, it was like, I, you know, in that moment, I just remember giving her a big hug and saying yes. And and I love you and thank you for telling us. And just, there was no, you know, just in that moment, there was just all acceptance. And, and then the one thing I'll also say about that moment is my husband, I just want to give him huge props and kudos because, um, as an engineer, um, <laughs> his mind, you know, tends to go to ones and zeros and, um, and yet he was also just graciously as accepting and embraced, embraced Ashley right away and no judgment. And, you know, I'm, I'm here to say publicly the whole time just has been on the same page in terms of acceptance and support of Ashley. So, um, so since then, I mean, yes, is it, a, has it, was it in the beginning a push pull journey in terms of really and you know what does this mean and those many questions which i'm happy to reveal to anybody but um just the, the questions that that come at first in my own mind um but I, and the the process of you know of revealing it to our world and all that but i you know i could just tell you it's two and a half years later there's zero doubt in my mind that this is how this person, even when I look back at her pictures, cause I did keep them, um, of when she was younger and I just see Ashley so clearly in all the pictures, even though we dressed her, how you wouldn't typically dress an Ashley or cut her hair. Like you didn't, wouldn't typically, you know, quote, you know, I don't know. I, I love that our, in our world right now, we're breaking all these boundaries and there's going to be no typical in the future, it seems, but, um, you know, that's just the world that, that we, we're in 13 years ago. So anyway, that's, that's been our part of our journey so far. And it's interesting what you say about, you know, typical gender dress, Uh, (laughs) you know, my, my daughters are, are, well, my oldest is just having her third baby now. And so, you know, she's having a a boy or identified as a boy. We don't know what's going to happen, but um, she's like, but I don't want like little blue suits and little blue, you know? Mm. And she's like, but so she's like, well, I'll just pick the ones from her sister, you know, from their sister. And you know, it's like very confusing with the, everything is very clearly labeled for children. Yeah. Like why it has is been it so clearly labeled for children? Yeah. It, not until like you we... get older that you can get a little more in between or start to, but yeah, it's very interesting the way our culture thinks. Yeah. 
So you were talking about your engineer husband, and I find this really fascinating because I talk to moms, but I, I have yet to have a dad of a transgender child on. Mm. And so I find that really interesting. And, you know, that engineer mind, which I know is very linear thinking um, and how accepting I, I just want to, you know, I think just gives me goosebumps to yeah. hear that. Right. Because yep. I think that's so important to children to be accepted for who they are and men especially have been conditioned in our society to think and behave a certain way. And then you go into a very masculine field and right. Yep. Now accepting at home and I I know you can't speak for him, but (laughs) did he have any issues at work with things or did you even with people outside of your family? You know, I, I, um, Gosh, that's a great question. <laughs> Probably my best answer is I don't know, because if I, if I do for the most part, people are emotionally intelligent enough to keep it to themselves. Um, first of all, to answer your question with work, you know, I, I think we're just the kind of people who have surrounded us our, ourselves by like-minded people. So for the most part, um, the people that we choose, yeah, I think this, happens, but especially for us that the people that are all, um, accepting of others, and that is just who we're surrounded by. So even at work, even, you know, he worked for a large, well-known multinational multi, yeah, multinational company, international company. He, um, the, the people that he chose to share it with, which is sort of how it goes hundred percent supportive. In fact, so much so that we've, you know, had to, um, look at insurance and really rely on insurance for for many of Ashley's needs. And um, my husband's bosses have always been supportive of that and really understanding. So I, I will say super grateful. We live in California. Um, Not that that's where his managers are, are necessarily based, but it, it had, it, it was originated the, the company in California. And so potentially those values, you know, are, are, um, behind that organization. So I think, I think for both of us and I'm a consultant, so, you know, I, I, I work for myself, but, um, but, you know, I, and I don't share it with a lot of my clients only because it's my work is not about me. So I don't want to distract from, from my work as an executive coach, but where it, where I think it would help others to, so whenever it helps them to not feel alone or like I had a client, who shared that she had a transgender child. So I wanted to share the same to show that she wasn't, you know, she wasn't alone and that I was ahead of her so I could support her. So, um, but I, I still share it um, when I feel it's appropriate because I think it's just, if you're not comfortable with it, it would be, you know, uncomfortable. Um, As far as our families go, I will say all of our families are now on board. It was uh, easier for my husband's family to hear the news just because he, um, there, there are, uh, a gay couple that, that are married in his, in his family. And so they've kind of been through the, I think the, the journey of, Oh, this is quote, non-traditional, you know, this was several, several years ago, but you know, when it's newer. And so they had already been kind of introduced to, to that non-traditional trajectory. Uh, my family, very conservative. So, my, I think my parents kind of came kicking and screaming and, and, um, a little bit, a little bit, uh, but in all fairness, they've been just hundred percent supportive. 
so and doing their absolute best, which I get it. I get it's difficult. I think it's difficult for many people to understand unless you really do live it and see it every day. So I, I really appreciate that. And I, I think it's really important. Like, there's so many teens that are going through um, either coming out as gay or they're you know transgender or just, just trying to figure out life, right? Mm-hmm. Being a teen is difficult. And if you don't have that support, which is the whole purpose for this podcast that we and, and our nonprofit is mm-hmm. because if you don't have that support, what do you do? Right. And, and so how is this then for your daughter? And you have another child too. Um, yeah. how, how has the relationship, maybe I'll start with one. How is it for Ashley coming out and having luckily having a supportive family, but what kind of things has she been through? We'll start yes. there. So, you know, I, tears came to my eyes when you said a phrase just a moment ago. So I don't want to step over that. Um, because you said if they don't have support, what do they do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, when I, I, I need to look back and you, you might know Larissa, when I first started researching, you know, trans transgender, this world, I, I thought I remembered it as about 63, maybe more 75, some, some high percentage of transgender um, individuals, teens, uh, take their life if they're not supported. Yeah. I mean, it's really, really, really serious. And so for me, I, 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 I'm, I'm always very kind when I talk to other parents who are, who are um, courageous enough to ask for my journey or, or, or any support I might provide. It is the first thing I say. I, I personally don't understand how you cannot support a child when you know that that is the likely outcome if they're not supported. For me, it was a no brainer. And it's so not about me mm-hmm. <laughs> that I don't, you know, I personally don't get it. But so I just don't want to over, you know, overstate that. I'm sure you've said that on, I'm sure others have said that many times on your podcast and actually know the right statistics, which is better. Um, but, you know, that's, that's, that's the consequence of not supporting them. So um, anyway, as far as, you know, what Ashley has been through, um, you know, of course you'd have to ask her (laughs) personally, but as far as I know, um, she, she's had the best experience you can have in this circumstance. And that's, it is, you know, what she says. Um, And it's still been a roller coaster. Like you, like you mentioned, she's still a teenager, <laughs> still going through figuring herself out. You know, she had to go through losing a best friend over it. And they probably would have parted ways anyway, because they're just went on kind of different paths at, you know, at a certain time, but the parents of this child were opinionated. And so it just didn't help the situation. So, you know, she had to go through kind of that journey of loss and, um, you know, just, just some, you know, definitely emotional things, but in, in all, you know, through it all, we have been blessed to find so many supportive people. So we found great doctors, we were, you know, on the right medicine, um, for her physical, um, emotional well-being, And she's on a, you know, on a really healthy path. I check in with her all the time and she's in a really, really good place today. So I think, an important part is to let was to let her have that journey. Um, and as, as anybody, we all go through ups and downs 
and also just to be there as her fierce advocate through it all. Yeah, so important. And 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 you said so. I'm going to come back to this one now. The you have another child. Yes. Uh, younger or older than Ashley? Younger, two younger? and a half years younger. Yeah. Okay. And and so how has that relationship changed that you've seen? Because again, you're you're speaking on behalf. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So. You know, at first, I think, I, th- I think it's, I will just say it's a tricky relationship. If she were here, she would also say that, um, you know, they're siblings and they're, and they're exact opposites in terms of personality types and interests and all that. So they've just had, you know, it's been more, it's been challenging as siblings go for them. Um, but I think overall they became close. I mean, they definitely became closer right away. You know, all of a sudden the younger daughter had a sister, <laughs> So they became closer right away. And, um, and I think in many ways, I mean, I know this in many ways, they are closer because they just now, um, you know, share so many more things in common and can express themselves. And, and, and for, you know, mostly for Ashley, she just expresses herself as she truly is. And so that just, you know, she's kind of, I don't know, melting into that more and more every day and, and relaxing into who she is, which is just really fun to see. So, yeah. I love that. I love to see and hear about children who are being supported because of course we have the problem of so many of our youth not being supported in who they are. So um, I just want to say thank you on behalf of all of the children who are not supported for being a wonderful parent that way. Yeah. I want to do more, you know, I love the parent that, you know, the hugs, right. I cannot wait to go to, um, you know, just public events and just give free hugs because so many kids need them and yeah. Anyway, we've had a lot of youth, um, gatherings. Well, of course they're all stopped now for the past year for COVID, you know, we've had queer prom and the, um, we have a youth drag production that's done every month in a local church and, uh, and things like that too. And so, um, which is really great because they get sort of a chance to express themselves in new and different ways. And um, it's just, yeah, they just need people to love them. Yeah. Right. And so having your parent is of course, first choice, but yep. if you can't, then, you know, having those of us who can step in and support them as well, because I, I know having that support is vitally important in the life of our children. So one person, at least one person who, you know, loves you unconditionally, like you said, parent or not. Yeah. So I don't know my little plug for anyone listening, just find that one person (laughs) and it's okay. (laughs) Or obviously if you're the parent, be that parent. (laughs) Yes. And, and I wish that we could, um, you know, I don't know, force them to be that parent, but we can't. Right. So, but maybe educating in, you know, in ways to, handle things or ways, you know, it's just, it's your child. How can you stop loving them for, for wanting to be their authentic self? Well, there's so much there. It just, it would be fear, right? So I, you know, fear, fear of, of, I can't even get into religion because I know that people interpret, interpret the Bible differently um, than I do. Um, but I guess, but, you know, fear of opinion of others, fear of, of looking a certain way, you know, all that fear. And that's, you know, I I guess I'll liken it back to what I do for a living. I coach people over their, through their fears, not over through their fears. 
And it could be whether it's public speaking, whether it's, you know, leading well, whether it's um, showing up powerfully, speaking their mind. This is the same, you know, it really is the same thing as a parent doing the right thing by your child can often be overcoming that fear. And I know I was susceptible. I mean, oh my goodness, when I do remember when Ashley threw a tantrum one time when she was two at a public museum. And I remember not being the best parent myself (laughs) because I was so embarrassed and I wanted to look good and I wanted to, you know, squash the situation right away. So I looked better. And when I look back at that moment, every time I look back at it, it was the, the right thing to do was to just stop, listen, let her speak her mind, you know, process through it, not care at all what anybody else thought and let her settle into it. And, and we would have, you know, we would have been able to continue our journey in the museum rather than me, you know, dragging her out. But so I really learned from that, from that moment of, gosh, this is not about me. This is about her. And it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks us as, as parents, we're making a million decisions every day for our kids and it's all our business. It's, you know, the only, yeah. Well, I just, I want to thank you so much for, for coming on today and, and talking to our audience and do you have any final thoughts? I know uh, we've covered a lot today, but anything you didn't get a chance to say? Oh, I, you know, I, I just really thank you for hosting this podcast and, and letting, um, letting us speak our mind and hopefully, you know, having as much impact on folks as we can. And I guess I just want you know, I hope, even though I have conviction and passion in my voice and I have my opinions, I really do truly accept where everybody, everybody is no matter what on their journey in their situation. And, um, you know, I, I, even this morning I did buy another t-shirt, you know, um, love conquers hate, you know, just another, um, t-shirt just to hope that, you know, that love does win out over everything else. And just the promise that, that it does, um, it does help the more that you lean into love, it does help everything. So I wish everybody, you know, whoever's listening to this, just, you know, blessings and, um, goodwill for, for their life journey and life journey of those that they know. Thank you so much. A few goosebump moments, almost teared up a few times during our conversation. So I really do appreciate what you're doing for your daughter and just also speaking out, right? Speaking out and sharing your story so that more people can learn and and understand as well. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. To our listeners, thank you for being here to witness another story in the life of our community. Thanks for listening to Queer Voices. Our goal with Queer Voices is to help our youth know that they're not alone. Our suicide rate for LGBT plus youth is as much as eight times higher than hetero youth. This is not acceptable. When our youth find acceptance, this number drops significantly. Save a life today. Show your child or an LGBT youth in your life that you care. Make sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes so we can help get the word out. Sharing stories, making connections, saving lives.